Life is beautiful, right? We just gotta figure it out. Whatever you do, don't quit. Man, there's gonna be hard times, but you gotta keep moving. You're supposed to feel, you're supposed to grieve. I think I've tried every diet in the book. What are the five tips to a successful relationship? Motherhood, it's scary, but listen, I love every moment, even the bad. Let's get real, let's talk about it. All right, y'all. So I'm so excited to introduce this next guest because this one hits a little bit close to home. I actually had the privilege of going to elementary school, not just elementary school. We were in the same kindergarten class. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to have to put this picture in the website article. I I am. I'm probably going to have to do that (laughs) because we went to kindergarten with each other all throughout elementary before you moved. Right. And then somehow in some shape or form i'm gonna call it destiny you and i reconnected after how many years that had to be like (laughs) 20 years (laughs) how many decades oh gosh i know like seriously we reconnected here in north carolina in greenville out of all places right haven't talked in years and we reconnected at a nail salon, which is so crazy. In true fashion, right? Oh, in true fashion. So I wanna hope I'm hoping that you guys can give me a warm welcome for my dearest friend, Jonas Johnson. Thank you, Ange. That was just, you know, right on point. It's my so good baby. to be here. I know. I'm so happy you came. And and literally when I decided to do uh this episode when it comes to like, you know, businesses and ideas, I, I've always had like this hunger and always had a desire to have something to call my own when it comes to like business and um i've been looking into like opportunities for passive income that's been like a big thing in my in my uh career path and just like some small goals that i've written down but when it came to just like starting from the bottom and really like having an idea creating a brand and then making a dope business out of it you were the first person to come to mind because you have such a passion for what you do and your product your brand is phenomenal and we're gonna get more into that in a little bit but jonas if you can just do me the favor of just introducing yourself and kind of giving a little bit of background of who you are where you're from and yeah all the details right 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 well as you mentioned we've known each other since elementary school and that is in the town of stanford connecticut yes born and raised you know so that's where it all started from um it's definitely been a journey to where i'm at now but to speak on where it all started from you know the passion for the world of arts and fashion and things of that nature stem from going back to elementary school you know um my parents my mother my mother has always been a very fashionable woman i've been surrounded by fashionable women all my life yeah so that's kind of where i think i got the visual you know connection with fashion yeah having an eye for it yeah seeing you know my mother dress up to the nines my grandmother um you know getting ready for a sunday service and you know my aunt you know being someone who enjoys streetwear yeah so definitely that love came from there i can even remember sometime early on (laughs) my mother's gonna kill me but um do tell Chopping up some of her beautiful scarves, like yeah. you know, Gucci. chopping them up. Chop, yes, <gasps> chopping them up. Literally, Jonas. taking them while she's sleeping and oh. going into another room and taking A the complete one. Oh. And then you know, kind of making my first day outfit, and that's kind of where the love came from. Like outfits, wanting something different, yeah. wanting to stand out, but 
not in a sense where it's gaudy, but wanting to be true to my core. Yeah. And create something. So yeah. I would chop up these scarves <laughs> and sew them or glue them at a very young age onto, you know, other clothing that I had. Yeah. Even sneakers. You know, I wow. remember cutting the scarves up and putting the design on the check, on the Nike Stop check of my it. uptowns. Yeah. So, so did your mom kill you? Of course. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. You were grounded, like, of the rest course, of your life. Of He's course. still grounded, folks. I'm, He's still I'm, grounded. I'm absolutely. But, um, you know, that's where that creative nature and that beast was kind of formed. Yeah. Um, from there, I think, you know, I took it upon my own to kind of nurture this kind of love for fashion. Yeah. And I found it, you know, surrounded by friends, families of different walks of life and different cultures and taking and dissecting these things and taking them and making them my own, but also the, my love for cinema, mm. my love for music. Yeah. And the attitude that surrounds that kind of grounds. So yep. that's what really helped cultivate, you know, where I am now and continues to push me on. Like I get, I draw a lot of my inspiration from movies, mm. you know, time periods, the attitude in the movie yeah and things of that nature so i've always in the music you know i i listen to a collective variety of music and i like to think of my style as somewhat diverse uh, diverse so that definitely has helped cultivate that yeah um and then you know later years going into working in retail gotcha so there so this, this is like out of high school like going into oh. college or like so, when did you get into retail so i got into retail out of high school you know i didn't want to just jump right into like college not really knowing exactly what i wanted to do yeah you know I, I didn't have a clear vision of what that avenue looked like for me yeah i know that you know we've been told this is the direction you after high school you go to college x y and z mm -hmm. but I just thought there was something different for me and a different path for me. So I jumped into retail working with, you know, kind of lifestyle brands like J. Crew, which yeah. was um, <laughs> interesting. You know, my first little job, J. Crew, yeah. got it just because, you know, that style coming from the Northeast. Oh, for sure. You know, we kind of, you know, are a little the bit more preppy. Yeah, uh -huh. Connecticut preppy. Um, but even that moment helped because J. Crew is so much of a lifestyle brand. Mm. It taught me how to wardrobe. Yeah. You know, you have clients that would come in and need they have dual homes. They have a home here in Connecticut, but then they spend summers or winters in Aspen or yeah. summers, you know, abroad and they need clothes for these events. So yeah. learning how to style according to their lifestyle. So it really did help cultivate that nature of styling mm. and how to piece together outfits that were appropriate for these events yeah and then of course you know working at a store that's on the greenwich avenue you get a lot of affluential people oh yeah and retail is somewhat if, if anything if you guys don't know about that <laughs> folks my listeners uh you can google it just greenwich ave in connecticut it's it's uh, a hot spot <laughs> it's definitely a, a spot which the cool thing about connecticut and greenwich also if you going back into the cinematic period and what i spoke about there yeah is um there's a lot of people in the golden age of um, of cinema that would live in New York yeah. but would come to Connecticut and live in Greenwich, Westport yep. and things of that nature. Gene Wilder, you know, yeah, things yeah. like that. So it has a lot of, um, I guess, cool people of off the beaten path. Uh, that you the creatives. Sense. The creatives. There yeah. But yeah, working at brands like that, taking it from there, going to um, a more contemporary fashion brand like Vince. Okay. Which is, um, you know, if you know the brand, it's very um, New York. Yeah. Very, you know, clean basics quality. Yeah. And then keep, you know, I just wanted to, I wasn't satisfied. Mm. I wanted to continue to feed that hunger of learning 
you know, the retail side, but also learning fashion. Yeah. And these brands and these brands and what generates them their business. Who's their demographic? What's their audience? What are they doing that sets them apart from other brands, their mm. competitors? Yeah. So from there, we went to the Saxif Avenue. Oh, <laughs> boy. That's a whole nother animal. Wow. Yes, for sure. Different animal. Um, You know, obviously a household name, Saxif Avenue. Yes. Multi, multiple brands um, from anywhere from contemporary brands to your high end, very luxury, yeah. and the service. So that Facts of Avenue, if anything, taught me service, yeah. clienteling, mm. how to, you know, uh, in a sense, work with an um, elite client to satisfy their needs. Yeah. But through all this, what really made me successful is I always stayed true to who I am. Mm. People enjoyed working with me because I had an eye for fashion and I love to style you but and make it your own and make it you yeah but with a little bit of my point of view yeah you know my 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 experience yeah and where I came from yep. so I definitely hats off to where I came from in this journey I love that you literally went through like the college of life because you were one thing that stands out to me with you just speaking on this Jonas is that you were so intentional with each position you held you were humble and you studied every aspect like you gained something from each experience like from j crew all the way to sax fifth like you said and just taking it all in and that's i think like so key because a lot of people could be down and out on themselves when they're like oh i have a dream i have a vision for something but this is where i'm at right now and people don't realize that you're exactly where you're supposed to be right. and it doesn't mean that you have to stay there but you can make the most out of that experience and that season beautifully said because that like it almost sounds like you just went through like the school of hard knocks and okay. you just like experienced everything firsthand absolutely you know i mean and with these experiences comes a lot of relationships that I've made. Yeah. So networking. Networking. Hey, I talked about that. <laughs> so that was really great. Um, really great too. Meeting people of all different walks of life. Yeah. And you know, a lot of great benefits came from that. You know, they were able to get me in certain doors, introduce me to certain people. Yeah. Garnish and gain um, clientele. Oh, and you're talking about New York City now. Oh, yes. Like you're oh, yes. in the heart, the mecca. We're in New York now. Of like heavy hitters we're in new york so and those were like supermodels and yeah. all of like the big time businessmen and yes wow and it's it's such it's politics to it still yeah you know it's almost as like a, as every industry i feel like yeah there's politics to it so just making sure you follow those guidelines but i'm a little bit i like to draw out the line a little yes, bit so. uh, <laughs> making it my own so did you always in those years right mm -hmm. when you were working in retail did right. you always know that man i want to have my own brand one day was that always the vision or was it just I want to know more about fashion it was always the vision mm. it was the vision when I used to cut up the scarves wow that's where it started from that was the vision it was just I will and I'll be honest it yeah. was a little bit of being afraid to step out yeah and not really and but also not having the know-how to you know there isn't there wasn't for me at the time a guideline to show me how to start a brand yeah there weren't people around me that had their own brands mm. only brands that I knew of were the ones that I worked Big for timers, and yeah. of course when you're working there they're not going to give you the formula to how to no. start so um you know as you mentioned just taking what i learned and kind of molding it and hopefully getting to that one point um, well i'm here now but yeah. you know getting to where i'm at now but that's always been the but vision. you're just getting started too oh, realistically God, realistically i am just getting started i can't even it's been such a fast pace yeah so talk to me you went from okay working retail in new yeah. york and you ended up coming to north carolina 
when was now and folks his brand is prdn but also pronounced as pardon pardon so i really want to speak on when did when was pardon created when was that like when did that come into fruition when you were like wow this is it so without it being actually a name yeah pardon has always like as mentioned has always been a brand it mm-hmm. just didn't have a face it didn't have a name it's been you it's been me you know it's been the ups and downs it's been the challenges it's been the highs it's been the lows it's been the, the you know the networking process but it really you know became tangible yeah i'll say last year we the idea i have a partnership you know it's yeah it's me and my my my, my cousin you know my Shout boy cam. cam what up <laughs> <laughs> you know um and our relationship i mean come on that goes oh, yeah. back you know we've always had a love for art fashion music and i'm not gonna do him on the i'm not gonna kill him up here and tell him <laughs> you know he, we have a lot of funny funny stories oh my gosh i bet we've always shared that love for art but we just and we always wanted to do something in collab yeah and the time presented itself last year around may wow okay you know the name as far as parting came from it's more so an audio thing you mm. hear it's an audio for me it's pardon you hear it like it's whatever you want to make of it i think the name sounds elegant yeah. i think it sounds sophisticated i think it's strong i think it's it's bold but i also think that it's empty in a sense it doesn't mm. have to necessarily be so surface you can really just say it and just move along with it you yeah. know what i mean yeah so the name i was just sitting down thinking of different names and then i'm like pardon okay but i didn't like the way that it was spelled mm. so i was like all right let's just break it down a little bit prdn i looked at it and i'm like this looks good and you still see pardon in that though Absolutely. like when i the first time i ever saw that that's what i thought of automatically i said oh pardon i love that and i actually ran into um someone last week and i was wearing my shirt yeah like the one i have on now yeah and which is fire by the way y'all wait till you check this out <laughs> and she's like oh that's so cool i love that what is that pardon and that felt so good like yes. that reassurance that it's without it spelling it she just knew what it said and yep. like, i was like that's dope yeah and that's that's what really makes me satisfied and gives me that that good feelings you know knowing that my audience are you know our supporters are supporting us and yep. they enjoy what we're putting out for sure but um back on to um you know the beginning of the brand so you know last year around may we're still kind of in like covid so mm-hmm. we're just talking about the idea of starting a brand and you're still on like the creative aspect of it all because creative. you haven't put anything like logistically nothing has been down like you just got the name you're still on creative mode creative like the passion the idea the passion like and when you're with a partner and we have two different lanes you know yeah. of fashion you know but that's also a great great perspective he has his i have mine yeah and then putting them together yep um which is has been a cha- it can be challenging sometimes too as anything because you know we're both very passionate about our direction so but when you mold them together it's sometimes like it's this. insanely beautiful it's almost like this sometimes we're speaking we're saying the same thing but in different languages yeah wow okay yeah so then you have to bring it together and we're like ha yeah aha and cam's very um easygoing yeah i'll I'll think that i'm the one that kind of like psychoanalyzes things a little bit he tells me all the time and Uh that's why i can see that it works you know yeah he has my back i have his back where i fall he picks up and vice versa but um yeah that so we're just still at the you know kind of what does pardon mean to us Mm -hmm. what is you know beyond like what does the design look like who's our demographic what's our niche who's our audience and then 
again, not having anything to fall back on as far as, you know, a guideline. Mm-hmm. We just went for it. So, wow. and not knowing anything about owning a business. Yeah. I mean, there's Did so you, much. Like, so and now logistically behind this all, you birthed this amazing idea. Right. The brand has always been you. Then you guys decided to really zone in on what your brand is, what it stands for. Like you said, the demographic and, and just getting the logistics of it all. But then when was it when you said, okay, I have to get an LLC. Like what was the, st- <laughs> what was like the actual steps of everything? See, these are the good things that we didn't know. We didn't know about any of this. Yeah. So, so how did you learn? This- like, how did you figure it out? Trial and error. And also, shout out to Keela, um, Akila, Cam's wife. They have their business, um, okay. which is really dope too. Yeah. Really, really nice. Women's wear. Awesome. Yes. Locked by Keys. Shout out. <laughs> um, and thank God that we had them because, or, or, you know, she kind of. Her knowledge and her, her knowledge. Because she's already been in the game. So she was able to give and feed us some information as we were going as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're got the brand. We're thinking of the LOC copywriting um and things of that nature but we're still so gun-ho we're ready to drop this we've been so anxious so let's hurry up and design let's get these pieces out which came our first drop was in november which is fire by the way thank you for that obsessed it was definitely something that we both loved and we still to this day were just like so proud of it oh yeah um but you know going to back to what you were saying about llc's and all that we didn't know any of that yeah we didn't we didn't have any any um steps to you know let us know you need an llc you need a copyright um you know budgeting yeah and things of that nature because so, you guys are creatives you're like oh I'm, I'm more of the art and like the design the fashion the feel of it but then there's a the business. business side is, you can't it's a business, a, man. It's a business. What, what is yeah. the business, man? <laughs> For real. No, but you have to have that. And you you can design and love fashion all you want, but you have to be business savvy as well. Yeah. And that's what we're kind of, we've learned and we're continuing to learn. You know, I think it all starts with a mindset. Yeah. You have to have the mindset of, I'm going to do this. There's going to be times where it fails, but I got to get up and keep going. Yeah. But you also have to have that business business mindset if you're not successful in your personal finances in your life that's not going to you know reflect well in your business yeah so really understanding that and then taking it from there and speaking of like the financial aspect of it all right there's so many people that you know if you guys the listeners if you have an idea if you have a brand that you're wanting to monetize or if you're wanting to create a business from your own brand or just from something that you're passionate about financially was it like something that like automatically took a strain you were like whoa i'm gonna have to really work for this and save up and just so i could truly invest like how is that aspect of of pardon absolutely um when we first started we were so gung-ho with designing we went with big names as far as um you know merchandise i mean manufacturers okay so I wish I know what I know now, but we went with this manufacturer based out of Chicago, um, which they, you know, very seamless, amazing work. And that's, hold on right there, because that's one thing I want to also highlight is that you pride yourself that you want to work with, you know, the United States. You want to stay here when it comes to manufacturers Mm -hmm. and and artists and everything. You you truly enjoy supporting what we have here, right here in the U.S. Designed in the U.S., made in the U.S., if we can. Love that. If you can. I don't, I'm, it's it's hard it's expensive but if you can do it definitely do it so like you mentioned yeah. you know um, we started with a manufacturer out of Chicago they are a full fulfillment manufacturer meaning that they do everything from graphic design 
grading and grading is the idea of um you know if you have a size a size run mm -hmm. being able to grade it based upon the measurements from large to i mean from small all the way up to whatever you want to yeah. actual large um grading fabrication outsourcing marketing so they do, they do it all. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, yes, okay, we got this is the this is perfect. They're gonna do everything I can for do us. It. They're gonna do it all. So we went with them. They were very um very kind and easy to work with. Yeah. At some points, you know, given COVID, we were in COVID still. Oh, that's so right. There was a lot of push and time. Yeah. Time constraints. So you know, we as mentioned, we started this idea in May. But we didn't put out until November. Wow. You know, it was it was really hard. But um the cost, it was very costly. You know, yeah. working with a manufacturer, you know, you have to pay these fees. And now looking at it, it's a lot of stuff that we could have done on our own. Yeah. And we but went it's trial and error. You trial learn. and error. And we went with we started off with blanks. Mm. So blanks are garments that are already cut and sewn. And then, you know, you just basically add your own original design to it. So and this is the biggest thing too that I love about you is that you also you're, you pride yourself in the quality yes. of clothing that you guys put out because it's not just like oh a regular t-shirt that I can get off Printify and I put a you know design from Canva on <laughs> and I sell it on Etsy like no this is like real quality stuff like you guys are very meticulous when it comes to yes. just the, the like you said like the sewing the quality of the actual garment itself and and speak on that because that's also an investment Yes, um, I wouldn't do anything if it didn't speak to quality. Um, luxury takes time. Quality is in the DNA of the brand. I pride everything I do on quality. The people I, I surround myself with, the type of work I do, the brands I worked with, yeah. everything I, 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 I enjoy quality. Even if I have a plain white t-shirt on, I want it to be quality yep. because you stand up different. You hold you, you your posture is different. Your attitude is different with quality. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily a hierarchy type of thing or some type of materialistic thing. It's just getting quality out of quality. You know, yeah. I can have a ton of white t-shirts or a ton of something, but if the quality isn't right, it doesn't hold up well. Yeah. You know, they'll be done within like three months absolutely. of you working out or working outside or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I really, we pride ourselves at the brand on quality, quality in everything we do from the packaging, from the design, from the garment. I mean, even when we're, you know, coming up with the collections and thinking of the quality of the collection, yeah. what does it speak to our audience? And going back to working with that manufacturer and getting blanks, we wanted quality blanks. So we got these really expensive. <laughs> No, like really expensive. <laughs> These really expensive quality um, blanks, and I mean the material is amazing. The GSM, oh, yeah. the count, I mean the cotton count, all that top tier, you know. And we we were so gun ho. We we spent a lot of money on yeah. the first release, and it was worth it, you know. But again, um, now knowing what I do know, yeah. there's so much stuff out there in that for you know up and coming entrepreneurs or people who want to start a business. It's a lot of this stuff you can do on your own, yeah. especially when you're first starting out. You want to be able to know how to do it also you yeah. know not just rely on someone else doing it for you you want to be able to kind of know how to measure your garment you because you want to be able to talk to that with your clients you want to if when they're engaging with you these yeah. are speaking points 
So, um, you know, after we went with the the, manu- the manufacturer the first go round, we were like, listen, we want to do cut and sew. Yeah. Cut and sew is where we actually make the measurements. We outsource the fabric. Yeah. And it's cut based upon our specialty measurements. Mm. It's our, it's back to quality. Custom. Custom. It's back to quality. You know, it's based upon what we know and what we want. Yeah. It's unique to the brand. Love that. You know, now it's. The integrity of the brand is being formed. It's not based on something else. Yeah. So, um, so it's constantly evolving. Constantly. This is a learning curve. I'm, yeah. I, honestly, I really can't. I can't um, stress that enough. It's been such a great learning process, and then speaking on sometimes it gets so heavy. Yeah. When I'm somewhat of a perfectionist, like I like things to. Oh yeah, I'm type A. I can't. I almost <laughs> feel like I would be like so. I would lose my mind if something was a little bit off. A little bit off, or. Because I think in Tom Ford said this perfection, there is a such thing as perfection. And the idea of in your head, you're thinking of a design, it's right there in that split moment, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect in that moment. Like you see who's wearing His it. Eyes are closed, by the way, right now. I think he's saying this. <laughs> you see who's wearing it. Yeah. You, you feel it. It's perfect. But then as soon as you open your eyes, that idea of perfect is gone. Because wow. now you have your eyes are open, your ears are open, you're getting influence from other people, mm. other things that you see. And now that perfect, the idea of perfect is now being tainted or not tainted, but it's being touched and moved around. So it's not yeah. perfect anymore. Yeah. So the idea of perfect, I you know, for a split second in yeah. my head. And you know, I always say that it kind of reminds me of something that I always like live by is that if God is capable of giving you a vision, mm-hmm. then it's your responsibility to see it through whatever that vision may be you know whether like it's your dream you can't expect other people to see the same vision as you or see the same you know idea that you have in your mind or dream but it's your responsibility if you're capable of seeing that Mm -hmm. then you got to see it through have to see it through you know i one another thing that i wanted to ask you jonas was you know in the midst of you guys creating that you said it's been a learning process what would be some just words of wisdom um that you learned the hard way uh when it comes (laughs) to just like learning and figuring it out and knowing like man okay I could have done this before but this is how I'm going to go about it how did you learn that was that just you talking to people was it YouTube was it how did you figure it out Um, I'm a person like going back to the idea of a perfectionist I learn as I go I do my own personal research I dive into it I I get immersed in that you know I really become one with it and really search whether it's like all right, we did we're going cut and sew what does cut and sew mean where did a where did it originate from you know all of that like that's that's me you know so i um i definitely think what i would say is planning planning i wish that i would have known this but planning and the idea of starting a budget yeah you know and a budget for your samples we didn't we didn't get samples when we first started we went completely blind into this we designed you know, we came up with the design, we worked with the manufacturer, and then a bulk order was placed. Wow. There was no... Never seeing it, n- touching it yourself. Never seeing oh. it, never touching it, going off the faith. Wow. And just the the passion. But, um, and it, and you know, ultimately it worked out really well. Yeah, But thankfully. even with it working out well, we're like, oh, well, we could have done this, we could have done that. Yeah. And that's where you start to learn from your trial and error. So I would say planning, starting a budget for, you know, your samples, getting the samples i mean and when i say samples you can design something off of adobe there's mock-ups um templates on google yeah that you can download and just put your designs up there yeah so you can physically see it and then maybe before you buy a bulk or go into cut and sew whatever your route is 
working with something local if you have a local graphic designer or a local print shop and just getting it printed out so you yeah. can physically see and it asking some friends to model it and hey. figure it out bada bing bada boom bada bing bada boom but from there then you can see the placement on the shirt yeah. you can see the measurements and stuff like that so planning out your you know your startup costs as far as um samples and then going from there to you know um packaging you yeah. know because we we've got we got <laughs> we got our stuff and we're like oh yeah packaging <laughs> your packaging is fire too like it's amazing but you know just, it's unique to the brand as well i pre yeah i appreciate that you know you want to plan all this out your um startup costs packaging costs time time is huge time frame is such an important part because you want to make sure that you are dropping your line at a time where you, you feel like it's needed mm. and that people are ready to accept seasonal it. and like different things like yeah, that if you, you want to go i mean fashion right now is you know in you know huge brands still do the seasonal things you know paris fashion week all that type of stuff but um you know with these streetwear brands you can do quick strikes which you know you just drop as you go which i think mm. is for startups very lucrative yeah getting things out there quick and fast and keeping that hunger keeping that design out there but planning the cost of that your um model cost you know if you're going to work with models yeah but a lot of stuff again we you know i strive for perfection yeah. and i want quality and i want top tier so yeah you know go i you know i want a professional model <laughs> but you know use use your use your assets use what you have and use what you have you have yeah. if you have a, a camera shoot it with yourself and download the editing on your if phone you're in college still and you know some amateur photographers that are super talented they just haven't yeah. got out there you never know utilize that and then also having the right type of um you know software have a mac or you know whatever your um, preference is having adobe illustrator things like that um having an ipad ipads are very you know very easy and helpful yeah i just um, got one i'm so excited hey. wow. and having the right programs and things of that you know have all that stuff before you go into des um your design yeah have the cost for your ein which is your tax number have the cost um have the budget for the llc the copywriting yeah all this stuff you know you want to plan and budget first so you're not hit like so you're not hit with it later nowhere, on and i don't yeah. know where you're like oh i have to you know if you do it that way it does make it a little bit easier not saying that's the path everyone needs to go down but yeah i think it does make it a little bit easier, easier flow for easier sure flow absolutely and then you know photo shoot cost and and things of that nature but um then from there marketing costs you yeah, know when you want huge. to market and knowing how to market you know learning learning about marketing what your ads, audience is who your audience is what niche you are are you going to be using facebook marketing I I was gonna say did um how did social media take a play when it comes to your brand well it came about it did very well because we're in covid and you know True. also with fashion being very e-com for you know right now yeah. so it was very very seamless for us to go that route and market with Facebook, yep. Instagram. Which we'll definitely have your um, <laughs> Instagram and the website for the clothing line on our website article with this podcast on WNCT.com. So make sure you guys check it out. Also, if you do want to follow Pardon's Instagram, it's P-R-D-N-C-L-O. Yes. So make sure you guys check them out because they're fire. Thank you. Um, another thing that I wanted to ask you, Jonas, is that, you know, when you look back on everything, I know we spoke on it a little bit, but like it's so hard when I think the biggest thing is when people have a vision or they have an idea that they have this hunger to just make it and make it into a business or have this vision for it right ultimately you're the only person that has this vision for that idea stay with me y'all mm -hmm. 
there's going to be so many moments and you, you touched on it where it's easy to be your biggest critic. It's easy to second guess what you're doing. If this is right, if the investment is right, a lot of times things aren't going to turn your way. And I know you've experienced some up and down, ups and downs when it comes to this brand. Absolutely. What are just some words of encouragement that you would give maybe a young uh, creative or a young person that's looking to, to start their own thing? How did you stay focused and how did you stay like hungry to make it happen? Stay true to yourself. Stick with your gut. Don't be influenced by just any and everything. You know, you can always, always keep a listening ear. Dissect from that, from what you want to take from it, you know. But I would definitely say just, you know, be true to yourself. You have to. You can be tainted by so much and your initial ideas and passion can turn a different way. And it happens. It, it happens to me all the time. I am also, again, grateful for having a partner that does allow, does, does help me to stay on track. Even with having a partner, I'm very easy. Easy, uh, easily, you know, in my head a lot. I'm my biggest critic. I'm my biggest worry wart. Worry wart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just, you know, and I think also if you have a visual idea, you know, make a mood board. Mm. Um, do these things so you can physically see. Love that. What your, what your, you know, what your vision is. Yeah. So I think you know, visual, visual, audio, and then taking it from there. But if you can see it, you can believe it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And would you say uh, what? what's the future for part and what do you envision what do you see for it i mean like we haven't even embarked on a year just yet yeah so the vision is to make it a lifestyle brand and that's what the quality of the brand is it's making a lifestyle brand you know it's built off of meticulous ideas and quality through the strength of the luxury brand and the clothing yeah but the idea is really when you look at it, it becomes more than just a t-shirt with a, you know, with a logo or a graphic on it or a pair of trousers. It's a lifestyle. You wear it because this is what it embodies, you yeah. know, and we're still, you know, kind of molding that, you know, I, we, I, in my head, I know what it means, yeah. but you have to be able to convey that through photography, oh, the yeah. models that you use and things of that nature. So we are now definitely on the steadfast of being able to do that with our new campaigns that we've been pushing. Yeah, and which are amazing. That, oh, I appreciate that. I feel good about them. They look good. They do. They're strong and they really speak to the brand, oh, the yeah. brand's DNA. And I think, you know, Cam's fashion sense and my fashion sense, again, as I mentioned, are um, somewhat a little bit different, but it's it, be, works. it works and it's being, it's not so different. I, I keep saying different and I really mean that our approach may be different. It might be the same thing. Like you said, it's the same thing, but different flavors. Yeah, be, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I can also say like we both have a urban appreciation for fashion. Yeah. His might be um, a little bit more like, you know, basketball related. Yeah. Like yeah. That, and I might be a little bit more like. Which is all relevant. Yeah. Because that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So the culture, the, the culture, and it's, it's really the same thing. So yeah. just bringing it together. But, um, yeah, that's, that. that's amazing. And do you see like yourself, like, do you see pardon, like being sold just for pardon alone? Do you see pardon at Saks Fifth? Do you see pardon at Target or do you see pardon at like, where can you see your brand going as far as like big time level? Um, those all sound amazing, like amazing opportunities. And I would love to be in all of them. I want pardon to be able to strive on its 
its own yeah. and not need any backing. These are, I'm not even, I can, I wanted to go there, but I'm, there's still so many other obstacles ahead. But, you know, maybe a, a standalone boutique, you know, where you can awesome. come in and get the part in experience. Yeah. And what that means, you know, the flooring, the. I already know. Your place would probably have like a cologne coming out of the vents, like smelling amazing. Like, oh. I already know. Everything's going to be top notch. Top notch and clean and minimalistic, but yeah. still have some type of flair to it. But yeah, you know, that's where I want it to be. I want the webpage to speak to that. I want the boutique standalone to speak to that and just make Is it. Is there uh, any uh, fashion shows maybe oh, in the works? In the, the works. In the future, definitely going to do a fashion show because I think that's such an artistic expression. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just bringing other perspectives and people of that of that you know of that world together too yeah. so definitely in the future fashion shows to come we still have so many so much more to, and we have we're working on fall right now wow oh i already know that's gonna be amazing i shared a few of you know <gasps> little treats with you I so can't wait. fall is going to be amazing and it's going to have a lot of it's going to offer more um skews in oh, the yeah. sense of different um not just you know shirting you'll get a little bit of everything accessories but we already have that you guys there. have to yeah. check parting out fellas if you guys are just looking for some new drip if you're looking for some nice styles and everything they have so many pieces for you ladies if you're trying to find something for your man moms if you're trying to find something for your son nephew grandson dads whoever's <laughs> listening tr trust me you want to check out this brand because the quality is unmatched and like you said it's something that started from the bottom it started as an idea yes. you created that brand and now it's a dope business so I appreciate that. please check it out Jonas, I'm so happy that you came. Um, this is such a special interview. And I guess just some last words that you would love to just let the people know when it comes to pardon, when it comes to your journey, when it comes to who you are. Is there anything that you would love to, you know, just put out there? There's going to be walls and there's going to be obstacles that are set up. There's going to be times where you just are fed up. Remember the good. Remember the good. Remember why you started. Remember the passion behind it. Remember that there's a light at the end of the wall. Don't give up. Giving up is so boring <laughs> and taboo. Yeah. You know, see it through because in that moment of giving up, it's only momentary. Get over that hump. Wake up. Keep going. And that's what I would love to say to someone. There we go. I love that. Thank you for having me. Thank you. No, literally, like, this is my home girl. She's dope. Check out her Instagram as well. Oh, I love you so much, Jonas. Thank you so much. You. Listen, you guys are listening to the Angie Q podcast. You already know we're going to be back. Stay blessed, y'all.